Welcome to the More Than Fitness Podcast. And welcome, responsible delinquents, to Minisode number 155. Today's Minisode, we're going to talk about 11 key daily activities to be healthy and happy. Now, if you like this Minisode, I also have created uh, an article in the past on similar things like this, just pithy kind of one, one-liners that you may like. You, it's called uh, 50 Pretty Good Ideas That Have Made My Life Better. And so if you want to check that out, you can go to mattmcleod.org backslash ideas. I'll also include that in the show notes. Um, I've got quite a few here, so let's go ahead and dive right into things, as they like to say. Um, all right. The very first thing, the first key daily activity, and again, just to preface this, you can do any of these, you can do none of these, you can do some of them, doesn't matter, right? I hope it helps. It helps me, so hoping that it helps you as well. All right, number one, starting and ending your day with a laugh. This is something that I did naturally as I started to get into stand-up comedy and into comedy podcasts as well. Uh, and so every single morning, typically I like to listen to a comedy podcast uh, or whatever it is, right? If there's anything that is that has been making me laugh recently, that's what I like to turn on. And I just realized that it's it's just such a good way to start off your day on a good note and then also uh, end your day on a good note. The main times that you're prone for like negative thinking or reactive thinking or uh, just spiraling, uh, right? It's like, I think that that's where you can kind of bracket your day and you can kind of plan ahead uh, and, and put these like happiness landmines throughout your day and kind of sprinkle those in. Uh, but I think if you start and end your day with a laugh uh, or just something that makes you happy, something that you know is is going to make you happy, you can kind of cultivate that happiness from the get-go. So yeah, number one, starting and ending your day with a laugh. The second one is to keep your phone on do not disturb always. Turn all your notifications off for all social media for sure. Turn all your notifications off. The only notifications that I have on are texting and PayPal, <laughs> right? So if I get a text, then I'll, it'll, it won't, uh, my phone's still on do not disturb. So my phone won't light up. However, if I click the screen or whatever, then the, the text message will show. Um, so yeah, PayPal or texting are the only notifications that actually pop up on my phone. And of course, it's definitely on silent still. Anybody that their phone on vibrate or loud, if your phone's on loud, you're just, you're a psycho. Like, I'm sorry, but you're just a psycho. Um, unless you have some really good reason for doing so, uh, your phone should be on silent, on do not disturb, notifications off. I promise you, you will notice a, a vast increase in your, your happiness, uh, a vast decrease in your anxiety because you're not constantly, uh, you know, pressing your, your phone screen and seeing all these different random notifications pop up that you really don't even need to know about. But now it's kind of invading in your space. Like with these apps, that's what they, they notify you at the slightest thing. And that's because they simply want you to be on the app. The engineers on the other side, the computer scientists are literally um, being paid to get you on their app. So take control by keeping your phone on do not disturb always. All right, number three is to go on a walk. 
right? This is the one that most people say, but it's just, it's, it's very true. I think that we've been doing this. Uh, well, clearly we've been doing this for a very long time, but there's just something. Uh, I just know that anytime I need to clear my head or I'm feeling anxious or uh, I, I'm looking at screens too much, going outside, going for a walk uh, and trying to actually pay attention while I'm on the walk, right? So, so listening to the sounds being made around me. So listening to uh, my steps on the ground or the crunching of the leaves or uh, the birds chirping or the, the lawn being mowed off in the distance or a dog barking, right? Something like that. And also being paying attention with your eyes as well. So seeing the leaves shimmer, watching you know cars go by, uh, looking at the shapes on the side of the buildings. That's something that I bet you don't do, right? If you if you go outside today, take a ch- take a chance and take a moment to look at the buildings and look at all the different patterns and shapes within just a, a single building. I promise you might be uh, a little bit surprised at all the different shapes and sizes of things that you'll be able to find. Uh, but just be observant and walk around. Don't look at your phone. Just kind of relax. Don't have any judgment on anything. Just kind of have an effortless walk. I think that's that's the key. Don't try to think about anything. Just receive and walk. All right? That's number three. Number four is to figure out what's urgent and what's important and prioritize accordingly. This is just to make sure that you get shit done on a regular basis. But if you figure out what is urgent and what is important, right? I think if you you figure out those two, then you can kind of plan your day according to those. Obviously, if it's urgent, then you're going to have to get that stuff done uh, as quickly as you can. But then also making sure that if it's urgent and important, then that's going to that's going to take the highest priority. There's the box. I think it's called the the Eisenhower box, something like that. The Eisenhower matrix. If you look that up, it's whatever. It's urgent and important and they're squares. And then you can kind of delegate your task. If you write out all your tasks and then you can delegate it um, uh, accordingly to that matrix. Um, but that's just an easy way. That's just something that I do. I check in with myself and I reflect throughout the day. I'm just like, okay, what like is what I'm doing necessary? Is what I'm doing the best use of my time? And, and oftentimes, if it's, if it's not urgent, right? Then I want to make sure that I am working on the most important thing that's going to move me forward and not something that might just be a little bit easier that can give me a, uh, you know, rush of dopamine or something like that. So for me, I know it might not be the same for for you guys, but this is the difference of me working on like a long-term project versus posting on Instagram, right? Posting on Instagram can give me that immediate satisfaction, uh, and that, that um, initial dopamine hit, but making a project and making something really fucking cool uh, long-term is going to give me even more fulfillment, but it's just, it's hard because it's delayed gratification, um, but it's always, always worth it whenever you do it like that. So yeah, that's number four. Number five, I said, have positive triggers to look forward to throughout your day, right? So, so for me, this is going to be like, I, I, I just, I have a dinner playlist that I only listen to uh, at dinner. Like I really actually wanted to turn it on right before this podcast because I was listening to some music. But the thing is, is like if I started to play that playlist all the time, then whenever I play it at dinner, it dilutes the experience, right? And so this is an easy way also to work on delaying your gratification and kind of flexing your discipline muscle. It's like just because you can doesn't mean you should. 
right? And, and I think that if you can constantly play these little games, because that's something that's pretty easy to do and not a lot of uh, willpower um, required. If you can, if you can do though that multiple times throughout the day, you're really flexing that delayed gratification muscle, right? Um, so, so I have a dinner playlist. That's something that I always look forward to. Meaning whenever I start to cook dinner, I can turn this on. And then I know that I can kind of just start relaxing uh, for, the, for the rest of the night. Uh, <laughs> I had a story uh, about me and my friends whenever we lived, uh, six of us in a house in college. We would always make sure that all of us got our work done first and then we would check and make sure everybody got their work done and whenever everybody said that they got their work done then we were able to smoke weed for the rest of the night and so that's that's kind of like it's 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 kind of like that was a positive trigger you know despite what you think about smoking weed or whatever right but that was something where uh you know we made sure we got our stuff done and then we had some type of positive trigger to look forward to but that was a big incentive that gave us an incentive to finish our work get our stuff done uh and then we could go have fun with the 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 rest of the crew out in the living room uh and that's just yeah that's one example uh, so cozy clothes i have that down as an example as well so only wearing cozy clothes whenever it's time to turn down for the night and not wearing them uh any other part of the day or um yeah, that one's that one's pretty self-explanatory. But whenever you put your PJs on, it's just like it's time to chill. Uh, obviously, a lot of you guys do this just kind of naturally, but kind of thinking about it and being proactive about it uh, makes it a little bit more fun. Uh, doing cardio while watching your favorite show. So maybe you have a favorite show that you love watching uh, every single night. Well, maybe the first episode that you watch, make sure that you do it while you're doing cardio. Right? This is a, I think it's called Temptation Bundling by James Queer in Atomic Habits. Uh, so it's just kind of two things that or so something that you need to do paired with something that you want to do. And so you want to watch the show and then you need to do cardio, right? Pairing those together can make it a little bit more enjoyable, make that a positive trigger. All right, that's number five. Number six is to have, this one's just pretty blatant. And this is just something that I've found that is a good middle ground. Maybe it's not optimal, but it's definitely not suboptimal. Uh, but having two servings of fruits and vegetables per day. So two servings of each. I found for most people that's doable, right? To, to tell somebody to have four to five servings of vegetables every single day, for a lot of people, they're not going to be able to do that. And, and so to say to have four to five servings of vegetables and just tell them to do that, and then they're probably going to end up being discouraged because they're not able to do it that many times, uh, right? They're not, be, they're not able to, to get that at least at first. Maybe you can work up to that. But two servings of fruits and vegetables per day, is, is pretty, it's pretty doable. So for me, that's usually uh, in the mornings, I like to make uh, scrambled eggs with spinach, so there's a serving of, of veggies right there. And then usually at dinner, I like to pair uh, my meat with some type of vegetable as well. And that's just, that's that's two servings of vegetables. I get those in every single day. And then at lunch, you know, I can throw in a piece of fruit at some other snack or meal. I can throw in another piece of fruit. And that's just kind of my bare minimum to make sure that I get in uh, all of my, my fiber, my micronutrients, vitamins, minerals, phytonutrients, all that kind of good stuff that's obviously good for you. But that's a good benchmark, I think, for most people that's doable, right? Okay, that's number six. Number seven is buy a Yeti mug and fill it up throughout the day with water. So here 
is my Yeti mug. And I'm not sponsored by Yeti or anything like that, but this is something that I've done. Uh, I used to just have water bottles, but then I would get water bottles everywhere because I would just be chugging water throughout the day. I'd have wa- I'd leave water bottles everywhere. It's bad for the environment. It's probably cheaper to just get this Yeti mug. Uh, it stays colder longer. So get the Yeti mug, fill it up. It's one of the big ones. Uh, get a Brita. That way you don't have to or that way you can have filtered water and things. Uh, yeah, it's just something simple. It's an easy way to get in more water. You know how many times you kind of fill it up throughout the day, but just constantly fill up the Brita, fill up your Yeti cup, drink it throughout the day. Um, and yeah, just an easy way to get in more water. Obviously, I don't have to tell you about the benefits of water. Um, okay, number eight. When going through social media, as you're scrolling through, try to respond to more people, right? Put the social back in social media besides just mindlessly scrolling. I think that this is a very easy way to um, just have more conversations with people that you care about and just to, to make these little connections. And I know that that, that uh, you know messaging on, on Instagram isn't always uh, a substitute for calling the person up on the phone or, or seeing them in person. However, if you're going to be scrolling anyway, it's probably better to not be mindlessly scrolling and to instead try to actually have some interactions with people. So you see their stories, you see maybe they tweet something funny or, or whatever it is that you're on. Just interact with them. Start a conversation about it. Talk about it. I, I think that you would be surprised how much this can actually affect uh, your your um your mood and your well-being. So that would be number eight. When going through social media, actually respond to people and don't just like or mindlessly scroll. Number nine is going to be sweat. Always just feel better whenever I sweat. Uh, Of course, maybe you can't do this every single day, but this is just something I just feel cleaner. I feel fresher. I feel like I'm recycled as a person whenever I sweat. And so, of course, you can do this through the sauna or something like that. Sauna has plenty of benefits, um, but doing something difficult, doing, you know, lifting or running or some type of cardio, right? Getting your heart rate up uh, or I guess sex, right? Let's be honest here. You can have sex sweat a lot during that. You just feel better afterwards for a myriad of reasons, but you know, it is what it is. So that's number nine. Number 10, no thinking after dinner. After dinner time, shit shuts down. That's it. That's it. Um, it's just a rule that, that I have just after dinner. Uh, I, I'm not always successful at it, but usually it's just like after dinner, I'm done. I'm done with the world. I'm done with problems. I'm done with work. Any type of stuff going on in my brain turned off. I'm done. No thinking after dinner. That's number 10. And number 11, turn outward, contribute, and help someone. Uh, Oftentimes, whenever we're feeling down, whenever we're feeling depressed, we feel like we need to turn inward and really just kind of get in touch with our emotions. And I think that that's good, of course. Don't suppress anything. However, you'd be surprised whenever you're feeling bad, how much better you'll feel if you start to help someone else. Uh, Just reach out to somebody, say hello, ask somebody how they're doing, right? See if there's anything that you can do to help. Um, But yeah, so number 11 is to, instead of turning inward, turn outward, contribute to others, help someone today. All right. And that is the 11 key daily activities to be healthy and happy. If you like the mini-sode, if you like the podcast, rate, review, subscribe, leave a comment, share with a friend, get a tattoo, responsible delinquents. Um, Thank you guys, as always, for listening and for watching. See ya. And that is that, my friends. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the More Than Fitness podcast. And please, if you could help me out a little bit here and leave a rate and review in iTunes and also 
take a screenshot and post it up on your IG story. Tag me at mattmcleod6. I'd love to share it. I'd love to connect with you. I'd love to hear your feedback about the podcast and also so that we can share the word with other people. I would love to build up this community, build up this tribe of people that we have like you and I uh, and get the word out there. Uh, Also, if you want more free content, you can check the links in the description. I have my free four-week workout plan, The Ultimate Physique Development. And also, if you want to work with me online, one-on-one for personal coaching, you can check the link in the description as well. Uh, And anything else you need, please send me an email, send me a DM. I would love to hear from you. Again, thank you so much for listening.